Okay, so in this episode, I answer Quora question, do you agree with the Republican congressman who wants to eliminate the IRS and other taxes, replacing them with a national sales tax, claiming folks would rather pay a sales tax? If you don't want to pay tax, don't buy the yacht. So that's actually a bit of a clunky sentence, but I do understand it, I believe. So, I do not think a sales tax would work for people in general better than having one's income taxed. However, it would be better for the rich, which would be exactly why that politician mentioned yachts as a selling point. If that quote about yachts exists, it's because he already knew he'd have to pretend this proposal doesn't favor the rich by acting like it would especially hurt people who buy expensive luxury items. The Hill explains the dynamics here. Quote, Having a sales tax as the only source of public revenue would put a higher tax burden on people making less money. That's because those with lower incomes tend to spend more of what they make, while richer people tend to save more of their incomes, investing in retirement accounts, securities, and other types of assets. So, the Hill quotes Frank Clementi, director of the tax advocacy organization Americans for Tax Fairness. He says, Let's say you're a family of four. You need at least $50,000 a year to live before you can save a dime. Under this proposal, every dollar of that income is going to be taxed. On the other hand, if you're making $1 million a year and you're saving a portion of that, not all of that income is going to end up being taxed as a sales tax. So that's pretty obvious, right? So there's an ironic aspect to my objection here. I'm actually so far to the left that I am not necessarily against ending taxes or against abolishing government altogether. I don't whine like... Don't these Republicans understand taxes are necessary to fund all of our government and our nation's future? I would be fine with a fully democratized economy run by workers and consumers, basically in the form of interrelated cooperatives. Hell, not only am I not fully pro-taxation, but I'm open to discussing the the abolition of wages and money in general. As adults with functioning brains, I believe we can discuss all of these things in a fair and honest way and really come to different conclusions and agreements. You know, that's what being intellectually engaged is. You know, that's what it's all about. However, I also realize it's not just like I can say, I would take away all of the taxes and eliminate all of our government and expect no pushback or no consequences should such an idea be considered, or especially if it's put into practice. While that same basic reality exists for something relatively moderate, such as the fair tax, which really wouldn't even be that fair at all, for reasons already already described, and frankly it wouldn't be that moderate either. Again, we've already gone over some of the reasons why. So a worker-owned economy would potentially eliminate the need for a sales tax or fair tax 
or consumption tax, whatever you want to call it, or an income tax. But obviously, Republicans and Democrats would never be on board with that because both parties ultimately want to prop up a capitalist ruling class. Then, as that system creates more artificial social divisions, they can lament how the failing politicians should get back to Washington and represent their constituents better. Well, okay, but it's really all about the money for certain groups, and conventional liberals might believe that ordinary workers should be a little less ripped off in that process, at best. But most of them don't really believe in real direct democracy, and they're scared of the economy wherein people would truly have a say. They'd rather look at the system and say, in so many words, I don't know why we continue to waste so much time in meetings and again get nothing done. Well, just as meetings are often considered the number one office productivity killer, we already know our corporation-dominated political system is all about compromises that are against productivity when it comes to protecting worker and consumer interests and are all about creating ways for the already rich to get richer. And where Republicans are concerned, they want all that plus a bunch of neo-fascist things things thrown on top, including strong elements of a phony baloney Christian theocracy. So really, at the end of the day, these supposedly rebellious right-wingers aren't truly rebelling against anything other than human decency and common sense and logic. They're a bunch of boring conformist morons who actually just want the wealthy to pay fewer taxes. I am more rebellious than them, and without even trying. (laughs) They want to sound like a bunch of tough guy John Wayne types, but they're really just a bunch of pathetic conformist twerps who tap dance for the directives of the wealthy. So screw these people, get them out of office, and let's replace their dumb ideas with stuff that might actually be fair and work better and allow more actual workplace democracy? Or how about fewer workplaces to begin with? Could you imagine that? Well, it might be necessary in the future to imagine that anyway, with the advent of automation, I think that's going to create a demand for something like a universal basic income. It's not just you know, somebody uh, coming up with some radical ideas. No, it's it's a lot to do with common sense. You know, you see the economy changing, a lot of work is disappearing, jobs are going the way of the dodo, and uh, some people are just going to become largely irrelevant. And that's the unfortunate fact, but there's also some possible advantage to it. The problem is our stupid system is very slow to change. It has a culture that, that's just dragging its feet every step of the way when it comes to any sort of meaningful societal progress.